This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Guess what it is? It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. I'm Jamie. <laughs> and she's a champion. I am a champion. But, you, know. you are a champion, my friend. My pool team's gone to triannuals. I did that. <laughs> so, what's today, Jamie? Today is, hold on, Monday, September 7th, Labor Day. Oh, my God. You There's know what? No barbecues. What the hell? No barbecues. No barbecues. No so, barbecues. Well, I, I have Devin's birthday party, which is a barbecue. But. Well, it's a barbecue. I know, but I don't have one, which is really odd. Right. Like, yeah. usually your mom's on top of shit like that. Well, you know what? We had my, my grandfather's 80th birthday yesterday. Uh, yeah. So, we, we did go do that, and we, um, you know, everybody brought something, and of course, I brought way too much, and everybody brought way too much. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like we were feeding everyone. It's like, the Italians. Yeah, it, well, and they're not even Italian down there, so it's like, it, we all just do it. It's ridiculous. And um, I'm starting to think that's not even an Italian thing anymore. I think that's just a family thing and a woman thing. I think it's just a female thing. We're all just afraid that there's not going to be enough. Um, so we got to do that, and um, the boyfriend had to work in the morning, and then he had to go back to work. So he stopped in the middle and came for a couple of hours and got to meet everybody. So that was nice. And you're like, oh, he's very nice. I mean, they didn't really get to, you know, see right. too much of him. But it was nice for him to come down. And, you know, my grandfather was so excited that we were there. And I'm so glad. Happy birthday to Danielle's grandpa. I know. Papa Boston, yeah, 80 years old and still kicking. Looks great. I was like, so that was nice. It was really nice to be down there. My brother my brother has, has been with this girl for a little bit now. And she brought her son down. And he's just as cute as can be. And it's, it's an interesting thing. I always thought with my brother, I'm like, you know, when I meet, like, the girl, like, somebody that he's with, I'll know. You know what I mean? And this particular girl I wasn't quite sure of at first, but I really like her kid. Isn't that weird? Like, I can picture them being together as a family or something. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But it was nice to meet him, and he was so sweet. And I think she was like, wow, they're so good to him. Because all of us were really good with him. So I think she was like, wow. He's four. Oh my god, that's so cute. Oh, he was so adorable. And it was great because it was like, and you get to go home with your mom. Yeah. <laughs> it felt very grandmotherly in a way, you know, because I'm like, here you go, bye bye. You know, like my first little taste of something. That was nice. So, what's going on with you? Um, nothing much. I mean, I hosted on Friday. Um, that went okay. And then on Saturday, we ended up going to the pub. Oh, listen to what these fuckers did. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. so the pub wasn't very packed for karaoke. So they were like, Kira's like, we should do challenges. And I'm like, okay. And they were like, Jamie, you pick the first challenge. And I was like, all right, let's do 80s hair band song. So everybody picked oh. an 80s hair band song and we got up there and we did that. And of course, Lori killed it because that's all she does anyway. I know, right? And then they're like, okay, next round. I was like, all right, Kira, you pick it. And she goes, all of Jamie's songs. So they all got up and sang my song. What? Yeah, so then we just started doing everybody else's songs. But yeah, like Kira and Jason did Suddenly Seymour, and it hurt my soul. Oh. And I was I, <laughs> I posted this video, and I'm like, Jay, look at this shit. Look at this shit right now, Jay. Five minutes after they're singing the song, I'm still pissed off. Because Kira doesn't pick, like, a random song. She gets me where it hurts. Like, oh, like there's a couple Kira. songs that are mine, and I'm like, why are you singing this? Right. But Kira, Kira will do it. She'll hit me where it hurts. Like, yeah. So, five minutes after it, Jay walks in, he goes, what the hell was this? 
<laughs> what is happening? Well, because you did, you posted that, right? Yeah. About that, like, they're doing Jamie songs. Okay, uh, I saw that, and I wasn't sure exactly what it was. Okay. Oh, you know what? I saw The Invisible Man last night. Was it good? Oh, my God. It was so good. So, this fool falls asleep, first of all. Oh, no. So, I got, I got the villain's head. Oh, my God. I want to see that, too. And it was 25 freaking dollars. Because, well, it was 20 But he was like, $5 more, you just own it. So, I was like, all right, fine. But I'm like, how often do you really watch the same movies over and over again, really? I mean, like, if you see them on, like, TBS or something, like, and you're happy to be passing through on a Sunday and you're hungover, it just sort of stays on there while you're kind of in and out, whatever. I don't really watch the same movies over and over again. There's very few, like Troy, um, Eat, Pray, Love. Like, there's a couple ones that I will always watch when they come on. Eat, They're like Pray, my favorite. Love. That was one of my favorite movies. Whenever I was sad and feeling such a certain kind of way, I would hippie. watch it. You're such Not a, really. I'm the meanest hippie you know that. Meanwhile, I'm like, the, I have movies that I will watch every time. Like, I will watch Steel Magnolias every right. single time. I will watch Dirty Dancing every single time. And I will watch Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, and the the one that I always gets me, which I know I'm going to cry, and I'm like, don't fucking watch this, Jamie. I don't care how good it is, is The Green Mile. Okay. If The Green Mile is on, right. all three hours of it, I'm invested. Oh, my God. And, okay, so I'm a hippie. So what are you, a Southern Belle then? Because everything yes, you watch course. is from, like, you know, the South. Right, if it's got Tally Parkman and I'm watching it. I know, but even that, even that, it was like, you know, fried green tomato, like, all those different, they're all Southern. Yeah, but, it, you know, I was born in Kentucky. That's not really the South, is it? It's, is that the Bible Belt? No. The Kentucky's not the Bible Belt? I don't think so. I don't even know, to be honest with you. Look at me I don't trying know. to, like, come up with something. I mean, if you think about it, it's connected to Tennessee. I want to go to Tennessee. Oh, Okay, so last night, we got Bill and Ted, okay. and it was okay. Katie loved it, so. I mean, if you've watched the other Bill and Ted's, then it makes sense. I mean, it's still Keanu Reeves. It is, but it's, I don't know. I don't know what I thought I was going to get. It was okay. It was okay. I'm glad I saw it. I probably would have rather go to a movie. There's some things you just go to the movies to do, which would have done that, but last night, we were so tired. I was like, let's just watch, have a movie night. Because first it was going to be, we were going to sit out back and have a couple beers together. And I was like, there ain't no freaking way in hell I'm going out and having any beers. I am so stuffed. Like, we ended up going to New Orleans yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we ate there. And that was the first time we've <laughs> been there. I've never been there. I don't even know what it is. New Orleans is a restaurant in uh, Old Newcastle. Okay. And it's um, more, it's like a Louisiana-ish oh. feel. Like, they've got all kinds. And the weirdest thing is they do blackened chicken Caesar salads. Uh-huh. And they're one of the best I've ever had in my life. And so, instead of us going there and getting what they're famous for, which would be, like, alligator this, whatever that may be, I'm like, we go get fucking Caesar salad. Don't hate on alligator. <laughs> alligator is delicious. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I used to go um, with another friend of ours. Ooh, I wonder if you can get boudin balls. Who? Boudin balls? You might. I don't know. They had a whole bunch of different things down there. I don't know. It was very, very interesting. It's like it's like a voodoo-y kind of nice. feeling in I'll there. I'll have to have, it's have very Paco good. take me. And so he gets a buffalo chicken one. And I'm like, we go into this place that's known for, like, you know, jambalaya and different things. And we go get, like, shit you can get fucking anywhere. But the blackened chicken is so good. And it goes so well with their homemates, like, you know, see, it, it was just so good. So we did that. And then when you were like, hey, did you upload the podcast? We were sitting just enjoying life, sitting at Battery Park for a minute. Because we just, we were, I went out and we did the inspections. He went with me and, like, drove around and helped me, like, get all my pictures and everything. And then we were like, let's go to lunch. So we literally had one hour of not working. That's it. That's it. I was like, we went to lunch and we were sitting at Battery Park. My feet were up. 
<laughs> he was rubbing my foot while we were watching the things people go by. There was this fat ass squirrel that I thought about. He was eating a dead cicada. And I was like, I didn't know that they eat cicadas. Ew. They eat everything. But he was eating it. And then, like, he, like, flung it on the ground. Like, it was the funniest thing. Like, I'm done with this. Like, he, like, the way he threw it down, it was the funniest thing. And this woman was taking a picture of him. And just as she took the picture, he threw it down. It almost looked like he was pissed off because he got interrupted eating his cicada. It was the funniest thing. And then he went running. And she was like, oh, my God. And she thought he was coming after him. He had to be there, obviously. But then you're like, hey, did you upload the podcast? I'm like, fuck, I forgot about our podcast. Well, I didn't think it was. I kept thinking it was Saturday. I felt like it was very Saturday. It had yes. a very Saturday vibe, and I was like, "She calls me, and I'm knee deep, like, because I have this chicken dip thing. I have to have chicken dip at the house all the time now, so I make it every week." What is it, buffalo chicken? Dip? Yeah. Oh, really? Because I would get my uh, my my acid reflux just does not like that. Right. I like like girl. Omeprazole is <laughs> my out of friend. Five, one out of five stars would not recommend. Omeprazole <laughs> is my friend, but I crave it like like when yeah. I was pregnant, craving things. Like, oh, okay. I need the buffalo chicken dip in my yeah. life. So um, I was making buffalo chicken dip, and I was cutting vegetables, but I was in the midst of like pulling the chicken from the rotisserie. Right. And Katie calls me, and I'm like, oh. right. So I'm like using my elbow to open the answer the phone, and I'm like, hey, bug, and she was like. I don't know what's happening. Like, I'm not getting notified, but it's Sunday and it's 5.30 almost and there's no <laughs> podcast. And there I am just living life, sitting at Battery Park. And I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, it is Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, we had Linner. That's what we were calling it, Linner. Because... And I was like, let me text Danielle, baby. I was like, she's probably busy. It's been crazy. And she's like, um, I need this in my life. Could you just... I love that she's such an avid listener because she's like, I'm her mom and she's so proud of me and she tells everybody all the time. She's like, listen to my mom's podcast. No, I do. But I just, I felt like such a dick when you were like, I was like, oh my God, I forgot to do the podcast. I was like, our fucking baby, I forgot it. It was like leaving your baby at the mall and you just went home with your bags. I was like, oh my God, I just forgot about it. He was like, okay, calm down. I was like, God damn it. I'm like, is there anything? Can I please have a fucking minute's peace? And I'm like, I had to rush home. You know what I mean? Because I had already worked all morning. She left our baby at the mall. I did. I left the baby. And I was like, I had two inspections yesterday. Then I had to run around and just do a ton of pictures, right? So it was like, by the time we got out of the house and went and did all that, I was like, well, you want to get like lunches? Because it was like three something at that point. And he was like, okay, you know, and then I was like, let's go to the Wellwood. Let's do something good. And then we ended up over there. It was just ridiculous. When and does like, this air? Next weekend. The 10th. And then no. the file, it would end our air on the 10th, and then it would be the 14th. I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, that'd be the 13th. September 13th. Okay. On the Sunday? Yeah. Okay, so we should say happy birthday to Jay now. Oh, happy birthday, Jay! Because by the time it airs on the Sunday when he listens, it'll be close to his birthday. Oh, and you know what? So happy birthday, fact checker Jay. You guys can, like, write him in, you know... Happy birthday emails or something on the Facebook page. I know. That would be nice. When is his birthday? I think it's the 16th. Is it the 16th? I'm pretty sure. Let me look. Oh, well, you know what? Then I have to shout out. It's my baby's birthday on September 11th, which yeah. is Friday. Yup. I know. So, happy birthday, baby. You're going to hear this a couple days soon. You're going to hear this on the 9th on the WML Day because he listens to the radio show. But happy birthday, oh, baby. dedicated. Who? My your, baby. Your love. He is dedicated. Yes, he so, Oh, it's the, the 19th of December, but still. Are, are September, you mean? September 19th. Okay. Well, happy birthday, Jay, and happy birthday to my baby. Thank you for making me so happy. Thank you for rubbing my feet all the time, and thank you for putting up with all my bullshit. Is he here? Yes. 
He's out somewhere. Oh, he's probably doing dishes or something, helping me out. Thank you for doing the dishes. Actually, that's exactly what you're doing because you can hear the water running right now. <laughs> so happy birthday, baby, and happy birthday, Jay. We love you, Jay. Oh, shit. We can shut the door now. I know. We can shut the door now. A whole new world. <laughs> I don't want him to hear it. Like, he's right there outside I the love kitchen. How, I don't want him to hear it. I love how we, like, do that every time there's something. A whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> Broadway is going to be like calling us any minute like girls. Oh, I'm so sure <laughs> girls <laughs> I'm so sure but uh, oh speaking of Broadway yes it's not exactly the theme but I'm going to try and do a little something, something here so according to rollingstone.com somebody posted this the other day then and it doesn't actually have the date on it oh it does September 5th woohoo the princess broadcast to reunite for virtual table read so they just sit around the table and record their, them reading the script. I'm I'm assuming so, which is kind of cool because uh, the Princess Bride was like kind it of was a, big a great deal. movie. But I yes. swear to God, is Fred Savage there, or is it just the cast? Cast like no, I think it it just says the cast of the beloved comedy The Princess Bride will reunite for a one night only virtual table read to raise money for the Democratic Party of Wisconsin. A virtual Princess Bride reunion will feature original cast members Carrie Elway, Robin Wright. Chris Sarandon, Mandy Patinkin, Wallace Shawn, Carol Kane, the film's director, Rob Reiner, and special guests. So maybe it will be. In addition to the table read, the United or reunited cast will partake in a virtual Q&A moderated by Patton Oswalt. I like Patton Oswalt. I have no idea who that is. And they're basically, I guess, you know, they're doing it because, you know, it's for the Democratic Party. It says, I think most people are aware by now that Donald Trump has completely abdicated his duties as president, Elway said. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I did not know it was going to turn into that. Um, I didn't want to get into the, the whole pub political shit all over again. And yeah, I don't really care who's doing what for who, but I, mean, I just think it's funny. Like, Gary always is like, well, we're doing this because we want to get rid of that. All right. He has failed to keep the country safe, he says. And he goes on and on and on and on. And I'm like, okay. I mean, just, all right. All right. It's nice that you're getting together and, and, and doing it. It doesn't have to be for political reasons. Like, it was American treasure. Well, it's just, I mean, he really goes on and on and on, and Rolling Stone did the whole thing. Like, I, I don't know, I kept waiting. To, I thought he was going to say something different at some point. Like, talk about the, how much he missed the cast. Of the yeah, that's what I like kept that. thinking. But he says, um, it's, I don't, it just, it goes on. They just keep talking about him the whole time and about how much he fucking hates Trump. So, I'm like, well, but maybe, I was, it was exciting. I wanted him to be like, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing the cast Mary, again, raising some money. Right, maybe the Dread Pirate Roberts need to get needs to get laid he seems a little uptight right now so <laughs> we'll just segue right into what i got well hold on i want to see when it's coming on <coughs> excuse me it doesn't actually say when they're going to do it they were so busy listening to carrie elway flip out over donald trump they didn't put it in there oh here it is they're going to live stream it on september 13th at six okay and you can rsvp at act blue so that's kind of cool so if you're interested in it rsv at act blue all right so Mom slamming Target for selling vibrators. <laughs> Let's just move right into that. Um, gets roasted. All right. Okay. In fact, the problem of whiny customers, it says, so many people go online to complain about the stores where they shop. In fact, the problem of whiny customers is so rampant, it's pretty much the entire premise behind the popular Karen memes. Like this, behold, a pack of wild Karens on the hunt for any managers in the area. And it's a bunch of old ladies in bathing suits. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> uh, 
And while sometimes it's for legit reasons, other times it seems like they're going out just to look for grievances. Recently, a woman named Misty Sullard. Shut up. Her name is not Misty. (laughs) I think I saw it, though. Like she said, like this is inappropriate. Is getting laughed at on Twitter for her antagonistic relationship with Target because she ended up putting herself on blast instead of the chain. I guess she was trying to get people to follow her and be unsupportive, and, and instead they just attacked her. A screenshot of a post she put on face, Target's Facebook circulated on Twitter, first posted by Kitty, Nov- Kitty Novu, who, comment, who commented, I am screaming at how this woman thinks the rabbit vibrator works. So, <laughs> it says, Target sinks to, to a new low in its hatred of parents, children, family, and anything appropriate. Front and center for little eyes to see a vibrator that you can stick in both holes because this is appropriate for little ones to see while shopping for vitamins. <laughs> Shame on you again, Target. Yes, I did see that one. Okay. So the picture she shared, which is clearly taken in the aisle that stores things like condoms and lube and not children's puzzles, is a plus one a plus one dual vibrator massager and vibrating wand. These these two. Yes, I know. I, yeah, okay. I saw that one, yep. So she, <laughs> she's dumb. Um, I'm taking a wild guess here, but I think Sellard is imagining that rabbit-like model goes in both vaginal canal and up the butthole at the same time. <laughs> or she has another hole I haven't heard of. This is not correct on those wands. This is not correct on those wands. Or they are not for insertion. One is for external stimulation. So I've heard. Um, lots of people are mocking Solar through the same straight up feel bad for her. She could obviously use some sexual health lessons and little pri- <laughs> and a little private time with a plus one. Others are baffled by this woman's expecting the store not to carry these sorts of toys, especially when it seems like she's the one who hunted them down in the first place. So, um, Dolly Parton's Stan account, I don't know what that is, but this bitch is out there impersonating Dolly Parton. On the same thing? Uh, yeah, it's the thing. She replies, both holes? I would pay any amount of money for this woman to explain to me, one, which holes she is take- talking about, <laughs> and two, where she thinks they are. Oh um, my god. Somebody else says, did they ever have her, did they, they never have their parent have to go down the female care... This, uh, this girl is like, it's all run on. Hold on. Did they never have their parent have to go down the feminine care or condom aisle? I'm sure I had to as a kid and my mom would ha- and my mom would have went. This is adult stuff you will learn about later and kept it going. The people who freak out about this are wild. Their kid isn't going to care. So somebody else right there outright admitting that they are incapable of communicating with their children and instead expect the whole world to hide all the naughty bad things so they never have to have any sort of uncomfortable conversations with their kids. <laughs> Vitamins? The only thing in that aisle is condoms, lupus, and maxi pads. Oh my god. And in my local grocery store, baby food. I love it. <laughs> so it's all the stuff for sex and then baby food at the end. <laughs> How did I not know I can buy this at Target? I'm going to sign up for the red card now. (laughs) I know, right? Right? I have never seen vibrators at Target. I've got to start spending more time in the vitamin aisle, I guess. Oh, my God. 
god. So yeah, like so anyway, I I, I agree with these people <laughs> who are like hide everything from the world. America is too sensitive right now. Well, I do think it's weird that you could just go buy them off the shelf. Because, I mean, think about us. I mean, we've always had to, like, special order them or go to a sex shop to get them. Like Right, and now they're, like, not, in Walgreens and shit. Yeah, I'm like, are they in Walgreens? Yeah. I gotta stop I in there. I got my last. <laughs> I gotta stop in there. Look, I got my last, the one, the one that, this wand thing that they show, this one. They make smaller versions of them, like, this yeah. big. And it's for external, and that's when my bullet broke. I went to fucking Walgreens and for thirty bucks picked up a little one, and really works just fine. Walgreens though, yeah, really? you can get them at Walgreens. You can get them at Rite Aid. What? I have never seen Target, anything like Walmart. that in my life. That is insane. Speaking of other things that are insane, I thought this is actually insane, but a little ingenious, right? So. <laughs> This is Fox29.com, and it was just posted on the 7th, which is what, today? Yeah, the 7th. And it was, a Kentucky driver was pulled over last Wednesday after police officers noticed something was a little off about his particular license plate. The driver had apparently thought he could get away with drawing his own license plate. (laughs) Look, (laughs) he did a good fucking job. It really does look pretty good. I'm actually going to post it on our page now that I'm talking about it. So when you guys actually hear this next weekend, if you want to see it, it's going to be on our page from a week before. But it's actually pretty decent. So it says the bizarre interaction took place in Millersburg, a small town in northern Kentucky. Your home. About 100 miles east of Louisville. The driver's identity seems not um, released. First of all, it's Louisville. Louisville. Thank you. Is it Louisville? It's Louisville. 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 So, so people like out of Louisville? Out of towners call it Louisville. Is it? Okay. Home of the Louisville slugger. Louisville, but if you're right. from Kentucky, it's Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Like Louisville. Yeah, basically. Because okay. I feel like I wasn't saying it right. Oh, my God. So I thought that was pretty neat. So I'm going to post this on the page so you guys can see it. I always enjoy, like, people doing stupid-ass shit like this. Like, they're trying to get away with something. But I'm like, is it really his license plate? They never tell you that. Like, is it really his license plate? Like, and he just drew it? Like, because, you know, sometimes you, like, lose right. it. Right. Like, I don't know. I, or did he just, like, be like, fuck, I can't, I don't have no car insurance, I don't have a license, I can't register this shit, so let me fake a license plate. Yeah, because that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, they don't actually tell you, like, oh, wait, hold on, he was on a suspended license. After more investigation, the officers learned that the driver also had no insurance and was driving on a suspended license. Oh, shit. Okay, but it still doesn't say, like, if the car was real or not. Or not real. Um, You know what I mean? Like, if he was, um, God, why can't I get my shit straight today? What the hell is wrong with me? Like, it doesn't tell you if, um, like, the car itself, like, the license plate didn't go with the car. Or if he just made up a license plate. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he was arrested because he didn't himself have one, but they don't really tell you, like, what it was. I just thought that was kind of funny. I'm like, people come up with the stupidest shit, and you're like, what the actual hell? Speaking of stupid. Okay. And more Karen stuff. Okay. So, I read this story, um, when I was in the Poconos, and I meant to save it, and- Okay. I forgot, but I just Googled it and it came, it was the first one that came up. Oh, okay. So, right pregnant waitress berated, berated by a family of Karens for serving drinks while with child, but the family got their just desserts. Like, I read this and it's, this bitch, oh my God, this bitch. Okay. Okay. So it says, working people can face great hurdles while doing things that makes, makes many of our lives enjoyable. Sometimes... At work, customers behave unreasonably and abusively, especially to people in vulnerable situations. 
Our story opens in a small tavern with a seven-month pregnant waitress. We're going to call her Maria for the rest of the story. She's a working woman who's doing her best to make it through to the day before meeting... Oh, uh, make it through the day before meeting a terrible family. It was a normal day in, until a woman, who we'll be calling Karen... <laughs> came in... <laughs> we'll be calling Karen. Came in with with what many would assume was her husband's son and daughter. Right. Karen then asked for a table seat for four at lunch. The tavern wasn't really a restaurant, but hey, there's always the small sandwich and wings menu that gets put out every once in a while when somebody um, invariably gets hungover. So, as Karen was getting seated, she gave Maria a strange look and asked Maria, and asked if Maria was an employee of the tavern. Well, Maria told her that she was, Karen's jaw dropped. But you're pregnant. You can't work here if you're pregnant. Ugh. Maria, waiting to make sure that she got a tip, wanting to make sure she got a tip, laughed a little and replied with a lighthearted, I work here, but I don't drink here, while trying to keep the mood relatively upbeat for a small tavern. Karen, looking shell-shocked by the entire situation at hand, then asked Maria, have you taken any parental courses? <gasps> oh, prenatal courses is what she asked. And she said, do you really think that it's responsible to have your unborn baby in here? This is where Maria made one of the few errors during her time as a waitress. She got defensive about anyone implying that she was a bad mother. So she said a little firmly, well, you've brought your kids in here, expecting a rational response. Karen simply replied, yes. And what kind of example do you think you're setting for my kids? Right. So she's asking the pregnant girl, when she's got her kids in a bar, what kind of example do you think you're setting for my children? <laughs> I just want to reiterate that. Right. Maria was somewhat flabbergasted at the entire thing. And while she was still collecting her thoughts, the family grunted brutishly and waved her away. Maria was a little annoyed at the situation and figured that she could kiss her tip goodbye, but naively hoped that the little miniature argument would be the end of the discussion. Maria saw the family trying to wave down a bartender a few minutes later and figured that they were ready to order, so Maria went over. Karen asked to speak to a manager. Of course she did. The family had e hadn't even gotten their drinks yet. Maria asked, somewhat confused, if there's anything she could do to help them with and her with her and her husband. Mm -hmm. And Karen sternly said, "No, just the manager." Did didn't? Oh, Mr. Karen said, "Didn't you hear my wife?" Hmm. So Maria quickly went to find somebody to sort out, sort this mess out. The place was too small for a manager. It's just servers and the bartender and two owners. The one who was working was in the back on a phone call and was very against the idea of Maria bothering her at the time. Maria realized maybe the family was still uncomfortable with the pregnant waitress. So she suggested that the other server could take care of that table. Karen got up Karen got up to physically look for a manager. Maria, admitting defeat, went to find the other the other server to get it all over with. After Karen went and complained complained, the owner went over with a big smile asking if there was anything she could help her with. Karen then said, very matter of fact, your server is pregnant. The owner, somewhat confused, said that she was aware and asked if they'd prefer a different server. Karen became physically enraged at this suggestion and told him, no, 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 she can't be a drink girl if she's pregnant. That's child abuse. What? How? Uh, it gets better. It makes no sense. The owner, visibly confused, said, I assure you, none of our employees drink on the clock, especially not our pregnant ones. If you'd prefer, I can have Ella serve you um, your beaver, your beaver. I guess they got one of those. Um, a beaver tail is like um, a, a Canadian dessert. It's like a funnel cake with all the shit on it. I guess that's what they ordered. Oh. She said, Ella can serve you your beaver. 
Oh, no, never mind. It, it, she was going to say beverages, and before she could get it out, to which Karen loudly interjected, I don't want my kids seeing this. The owner, like most rational people, was confused and stam stammered out, maybe I'm missing something? Seeing what exactly? Karen's husband slowly con condescendingly belted out a pregnant woman around all these spirits. Oh, my God. Maria visibly... They act like the spirits are going to, like, jump listen, inside of her skin. Listen, Maria visibly upset replied, I don't know what you're insinuating, but I never drink during pregnancy. Karen being the personification of the Dunning-Kruger... Karen being the personification of the Dunning-Kruger effect began her mini-lecture. What is a Dunning-Kruger? Jay? No clue. Dunning-Kruger effect. Um, began her mini her miniature lecture, and this explains it. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. Look, honey... Didn't you take health class in junior high? With a drink right under you half the time, the vapor is absorbed into your blood through the air, and then the blood goes to the fetus and poisons it. Oh, my God. That's why this bitch is flipping out, because she has no idea. Like, whoever taught her she health. She's a fucking moron. Whoever taught her health. She was homeschooled. <laughs> she was, home, she was homeschooled no, by very religious nuns. Yes, anyway, that's different, yes. Maria and the owner looked at each other, and without saying anything, both knew this woman was off her rocker. <laughs> Trying the diplomatic approach, the owner then let Karen know that the other server, Ella, would be able to take care of her. But there wasn't really anything else they could do. Karen's husband, being entirely unreasonable, demanded that Maria be fired on the spot. To which the owner dug in her heels, telling the family there was nothing she could do. That there was nothing she could do. The situation began escalating in the... And the family was becoming more visibly enraged at the prospect of a pregnant woman being in there with their, being a waitress where there's alcohol. Right. The husband, a bastion of terrible hot takes, shouted, I'll call the police. You're an accomplice to child abuse. The owner, entirely done with the entire situation, icily replied, there is no child abuse to speak of here, sir. Please leave. This is insanity. Uh -huh. For some reason, this absolutely set Karen off, shouting, You may not think a fetus is a child, but I was taught to believe life begins at conception, and I will stand up for all living things, big and small, because this is why, this is what my Lord and Savior wants me to do. Karen, tears visibly streaming at this out of her eyes, at this somehow thought that the bar would be sympathetic to her and probably expected people to stand up and applaud her. Nobody did. <laughs> and, the, and the otherwise small but spirited bar went completely silent the owner at this point completely fed up with karen harassing her staff laid out an ultimatum you're disturbing my customers and if you don't leave you're trespassing and i'll have to escalate this which i really don't want to do right karen somehow under the delusion that she was in the right <clears throat> kept up with her obnoxious preaching jesus's love and jesus said that it's this is not okay just because you think it's okay a, to abuse a child, it's if it's small enough, and then, like, the tavern was an Irish pub, and the owners were very devout Catholics, so at that point, the owner was already done. And she just pushed her even further. She firmly responded, hey, I don't need anyone to tell me what Jesus said. If there, if there was abuse here, I'd have acted to stop it, but there isn't. I need you to please leave somehow, Karen, and somehow Karen's husband brought the appropriate response was to call the police. So Karen's husband at this point in time has called the cops. The staff stopped trying to serve, oh, service Karen's table as they waited for the cops to arrive. Karen kept trying to give her her sermon, but there were there were sports games on on the TV, so the customers actually come to watch, and everybody yelled at her to shut the fuck up, basically. Two cops showed up at the bar in response to the disturbance. When the cops family finally came in and asked 
um, and asked if there was a Mr. Karen in the bar, and he enthusiastically rose from his chair. An officer asked Mr. Karen, you said you were witnessing child abuse. Are the parties involved still in the bar? And they pointed out Maria, who pretended not to notice because she, not to notice because we was worried the owners would take her outside. We was. Okay. Anyway, and it shouldn't be able to watch any more fireworks. So the second officer asked, what's going on to which Karen, lying through her stained teeth, joyfully explained, that woman was drinking. <gasps> she lied. Oh, what she's, would Jesus say? Uh-huh. She's pregnant. You can pain, plainly see she's very pregnant. Before Maria could go over and tell the police that Karen was lying about any drinking, the officers took a look at each other and looked back at Karen's fam- the Karen family, also extremely confused that the second one chimed saying, well, it's not, well, that's not illegal. Karen's eyes almost popping out of her head shouted, what? Look here now. The first officer elaborated, it's definitely not recommended, but it's not illegal. Now you know the woman, if she's a friend, is she a friend of yours, family, anything like that? The family was in hysterics with demanding that the license to keep the tavern open be revoked and that Maria be arrested. The second officer became somewhat annoyed at the entire situation and replied calmly, so listen, she isn't doing anything illegal. What I can do is I will talk to her, but we can't take any action beyond that. There is nothing else, is there anything else you observed that would you would like to report? So the second officer went over to Maria and took her to a quiet spot while the first officer was getting their personal information and taking the rest of the statement. Karen was crying again and bemoaning being the last bastion of good Christianity and morality in the small town tavern without realizing how she sounded. The second officer introduced himself and congratulated Maria on the pregnancy and said she probably overheard why they were called and starts to offer some public resources for for new mothers, parenting classes, and whatnot. Right. Maria didn't want to interrupt him, so waiting for the right moment, interjected about how Karen was lying. Right. That's when patrons came over thinking Maria was in trouble and started defending her. The tavern had plenty of regulars who knew Maria well, and they would not let this ad- absolute nonsense stand. Wait, so the cops think she is believing her? They think well, she's no. drinking? No, she was just offering her, like, this and that. So, he didn't know, because the, they told her she, they saw her drinking. I know, but it's like, what right, and, and get she her was, side of the story? No, like, but that's the thing. She was waiting for him to be done. Her, his, I know, but he just automatically assumed before speaking to her. He's just doing his job. That's not, point. that's overreach. I'm sorry. So, I, I feel like she... And, you know, I'm a, I'm a whole, you know... Yeah. I'm all about law enforcement. Don't so, I, wrong, I feel like, you know, anyway. So, he's talking to her, and she's trying to wait for him to be finished, because she's trying to get her shit together, too. Right. Because she's probably... So upset. Yes. And completely but, humiliated, But then too. the patrons are like, oh, fuck, no, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> they even complained to the officer that the owner had asked Karen to, Karen's party to leave, and they continued to make a scene. So the officers wanted to talk to the owner, who said that she was just about to call them, but hesitated because sirens outside of a tavern are bad for business, which is correct. Right. And she was hoping that Karen's would eventually leave on their own. The officer told the Karen party they needed to leave. Mr. Karen, in his usual charming fashion, declared, This is a public place, and I have every right to be here if I want. To which the cops replied, No, sir, this is a private business, and business owners having have asked you to leave. Right. It sounds like more than once, but at least once since we've been here. In response to Karen's, the Karen's exploded. This is a disgrace. This is an affront to, to, to scripture and child safety and, and, and realizing... That's what oh, it says. God. Realizing the enraged family near silverware in a crowded tavern could lead to some bad things, the second cop responded, I understand you're upset. Let's talk about it outside, placing a hand on the visibly shaken Mr. Karen and started walking him towards the exit. 
As Mrs. Karen was walking out backwards, bumping into everything along the way and shouting, I'll be contacting the authorities about your license to serve the public. I happen to oh be... Oh my god. I happen to leave. Be, I happen to be close personal friends with the mayor and you two, I want badge numbers. Don't think we're done here because we haven't even started. <gasps> so the officers took them out <laughs> and walked them to Karen's car, which was illegally parked in a handicapped space. Shut to up. add, Yep. To add to the... Shot and food. That's what, whatever that is. Uh The Karens got a ticket for parking illegally. They made a complaint to the local Better Business Bureau, claiming, among many things, that this tavern served minors. (gasps) Shut up! There was an investigation, but obviously everything came up fine. It raises some questions, though. Why did the Karen family feel so confident about something that they were wrong about? What drove them to thinking they were entitled to fire a pregnant woman to protect her child? Okay, that... Stout Jesus' name, and then go and make all of those lies about those people. It's like, why did they feel like they had to go over go after a business so hard? Right, because for some reason they got taught wrong in fucking the health class, and they think that you can inhale vapors from alcohol and give your baby fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> this is just so insane. People mind your business. <laughs> Mind your business. You know what? Why can't everybody just, like, you know, this is how it is. We see some shit we don't like, and we go home, and we talk about you behind your back. That's, right. the, that's the American way. That's we the American way. God damn it. <laughs> you know what? Too many fucking people think that their goddamn opinion matters, as we do our podcast, right? Right. Our opinion matters so much that we're actually recording we're, it for you all to listen to. We're putting it out there for millions <laughs> of people to listen to. But I'm saying it's like this, this day and age, it's like too many people think their fucking opinion matters. Let me tell you what, in my travels, inspecting houses, we go to some really interesting places, and I can't tell you how many times we've seen women walk down the street, clearly very pregnant, smoking cigarettes yeah, and shit, and you're just like, oh, God. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, I would never, you know, choose that for myself, So, but goddamn, like, the crazy thing is, we just talk about them in the car and move on. I was a bartender for 10 years. Mm-hmm. For 10 years, I was a bartender. And I had the right to serve anybody or deny service to anybody. Right. But here was the catch. If a pregnant woman walked in and asked me for a drink and I said, I refuse to serve you because you're pregnant, Mm -hmm. that's discrimination and I got in trouble for it. Really? You're kidding. Mm Mm-hmm. Because didn't you have one? No. No. I thought you did. Somebody had one, I thought. Maybe somebody, maybe Beth did at one point in time at Red, White, and Brew, but I never had a pregnant woman come in and ask for a drink. Thank God. I don't know. I just, like I said, I think too many people... I don't, there's there's been me. pregnant women that'll come in and ask for, like, a half a glass of red wine, which, in my opinion, uh, it's been proven That's by okay. doctors. It's, yeah, you can it have actually, a wine. You can have a little bit of wine. It actually helps relax you, brings your heart rate down, things mm-hmm. like that. So, like, a half a glass of wine here and there is one thing. Um, but, like, people who are pregnant drinking, like, shots of vodka and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, that's wrong. But right. as a bartender, if you look at them and say that the reason you're not serving them is because they're pregnant. Right. Then it's con- it's considered discrimination. Like, wow. if um, if Bob and, and, let's say, Bob and Joe came in at the same time, and Bob is white and Joe is black. Uh-huh. And Joe is completely inebriated, and he's to the point where he can't even stand up. Right. And I say, okay, Joe, I'm not serving you. Right. And when they ask why I'm not serving you, 
it's be, I have to say, the reason I'm not serving you is because you're clearly already intoxicated right. and it is against the law to serve somebody intoxicated. Right. If I looked at him and said, I'm not serving you because you're black. Well, of course. Then that's the, like, like, that's the thing. It's a very, right. it's a catch 22. So it's hard for. No, it's not a catch 22 because you would never do that. But you would you never, never look at you and be like, oh, you're black. I'm not serving you. Right. But that's like discrimination. But with a pregnant woman. Right. They know that. They know that they're an alcoholic and they need that drink and that poor child, regardless of whether we could save it or not. But when a pregnant woman comes and sits down and asks you for a drink. Right. And you say, I'm sorry, I'm not serving you. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying now. Okay. Like, you can't be like, I'm not serving you because you clearly look intoxicated if they're not already intoxicated. Right. And I'm not serving you this and that because the reason I give them when I look at them and I say, I'm not serving you because I don't want to serve you because you're pregnant. Right. Boom. Discrimination. That is wild. It's crazy. I'd be like, you know what? I don't care. And I would take it to social media. That's the one time I'd be like, you know what? My opinion matters. Because you know what? Everybody would beat the hell out of that. Yep. Everybody would. Because nobody's going to back that woman. Yeah, Nobody. but nobody's going to back that woman. But at the same time, if she decides to sue, she's got a full-on case. I don't know, Because man. the law doesn't matter what social media's opinion is of you. Mm. No, I know, but it's like, you know, there's one of those things that, like, if they were to bring that to court, be like, I tried to get served in a bar while pregnant, I, it's like, you would like for a judge to be like, bye bye now. Yeah, but, I refuse uh, but to unfortunately, take this. because I mean, the way the laws are, they can't do that. I like, just ridiculous. You have to though. follow the law. It's so insane. But the chances are, if they do take it to court, the judge is going to, like, take that baby away. Like, the judge Well, yeah, gonna, I mean, I guess there, there was that. I guess there's that one. Okay, well, I actually have another funny one. So, talking about stupid-ass fucking people and <laughs> Jesus Christ, these fucking people. All right, so this is from September 3rd, and it's according to fox5sandiego.com. Okay. I want to go to San Diego so bad, and Bruce is like, we'll go. Let's just do it. Let's go. Like, he's Mr. Like, let's go. And I'm like, when? <laughs> There's not enough time in the day. And right. He was like, when I win the lottery, I'm like, could you win the lottery, Could you please, just work for Kathy for three days and then tell us when we're going to go? Well, well, he works all hours, too. I'm like, we're, like, casting ships in the night all the time. But, um, all right, so <laughs> this is in Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> Why they picked it up all the way out to San Diego, I have no idea. But it says, Memphis police arrest, is it Memphis? Is it still Memphis? Or is it Memphis? Or whatever, or Mohammed? Or something like that. Don't be like that. I don't know about it. <laughs> I don't know about it. I'm like, am Tennessee. I saying the right way? Am I, I don't saying know about it? Tennessee. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know about Kentucky. Because I live in Louisville. I live in Louisville. All right, so this isn't like Memphis, is it? <laughs> All right, Memphis police arrested him. You're like, I'm going to punch you in the face. Memphis police arrested me. <laughs> Accused of calling 911 dozens of times Wednesday on one occasion offering appetizers to the police dispatcher. Court documents say Hugh Nguyen has called 911 approximately 1,171 times. So he, does, he, does he own a restaurant? I don't know. He's, He's just, just trying to get him to give some egg rolls? I guess so. Without having an emergency, Nguyen called the department's emergency line 241 times on September 1st and 32 times on September, on September 2nd. During one of the calls on September 2nd, police say he asked dispatchers if they wanted to buy egg rolls and then hung up. Police found Nguyen in, Memphis shop, in a Memphis shopping center. And took him into custody. <laughs> I bet you it was a strip mall and it was you right next roll. to a nail place because the Chinese places are always next to nail places. <laughs> and he was just trying to up his business, man. COVID's been tough. Well, look, so kids are getting ready to go back to school. 
Jonathan starts school tomorrow. Yeah. Kathy's kids are already back in school. Yeah, they're already back. How much time do you have left? Oh, okay, we're going to wrap it up here soon. Um, so school's getting ready to start tomorrow. Uh-huh. And <laughs> the child used to have to be up and then be on the bus by 630. Uh-huh. He does not have to be online at school until 8 a.m. And they are done by 1.30. Oh. Before they used to get out 2.15. Right. Like 2.10, something like that. 2.05. I think it was 2.05. Right? But now he's done at 1.30. They started 8 and get out. And he bitched about it. I was like, if you don't shut your damn ass up. You're bitching about it? He was. You don't even have to put on real pants. I know. I was like, what is wrong with you? So, uh, and I totally forgot because, well, the interesting thing was my body used to wake up on its own. Right. No, no matter what, by 6.30. It didn't matter if I went to bed at 2. It didn't matter if I went to bed at 5. It didn't matter if I was up all night long and didn't go to bed yet. My body was ready to go at 6.30. One way or the other, I was getting up at 6.30. But since COVID started, I turned my alarms off, and I didn't have to worry about getting up anymore. So now I wake up at, like, 9. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like a teenager again. I'm, I'm, like, 7, oh. I'm 7.30. Yeah, I mean, and I'm like, so now I have to get myself to turn back around again, too. Because it's like now he's going to have to be up and I have and to get online, him up and be online. And he's used to being up all night long and, and being in bed all day. And it feels really weird to say he's going back to school. Because we haven't had real school in so long, since right. March. So private now he's schools, going back. Private schools are actually in school. Like, Kathy's kids are, Kathy's boy, anyway, is in school. I think Well, they do every other day. Two days a week and then yeah. the rest of the days are online. Well, and I was, and it, this neat little thing came around. It's a picture of, and this is what it reminded me of when we used to put, oh, the brown paper the bag. brown paper bags on our books. Yes, I never could do that. Like, it never. I loved it. I never could get them right. I would have to like pay my neighbor to do it. Oh, really? Because or Heather or Jen, because I had, I could not fucking get that shit to work to save my life. Like, I could not get it right, and. Jen would do it, and she'd make, like, little pockets yeah. and stuff. Like, Jen's were on point. So I right. just I just give Jen a dollar a book, and she'd do, like, all four of my books, and she'd make, like, and then she'd, like, tie-dye them and, and oh, really? crazy shit. Because I just thought that was so much fun, because then you could, like, decorate your books the way you wanted to and yeah. all that stuff, and they don't do it anymore. And, and actually, I, they don't even have books They don't really have textbooks anymore. anymore. Everything's online. And now they walk around with these little, like, you know, tablets and stuff or uh-huh. whatever, or the Chromebooks. Uh-huh. And it's so weird. I'm like, my, 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 how things have changed. It made me think about the different things that we did. And actually, a friend of mine, Dan, he's a realtor, and I've known him forever, just posted about earlier when he was younger, he would remember, like, beepers, those big-ass bag phones, and uh-huh. when they first came out and stuff. Oh, and my God, like, the bag phone. Let me tell you about I got a story about the bag phone. Okay. Okay, so, it's winter, 1995. <laughs> Picture it. Winter, 1995. Jamie and Crispy. Okay. Jamie's at Crispy's house. Uh-huh. And my mom is like, it's snowing really bad. You know, are you going to come home? And for some reason, instead of just staying at Crispy's house, I think her mom had, like, worked a double or something and was, like, out of her mind tired and was like, just take her home. Take the bag phone. Oh, my God. It's snowing. Cats and fucking dogs outside. Like, we have been, like, swerving all over the road and... We get to my house, and Christy's like, can you hand me that bag in the bag? And I'm like, what the hell is that? And she's like, it's a phone. And I'm like, what? So so Christy's got her big old bag phone, and she calls her mom, and she's like, I think I'm going to stay at Jamie's. Oh, my God, after she got there. Well, I lived in Maryland. Oh, just when you are in Rising Sun? No, I wasn't quite in Rising Sun. I was actually 
Okay, so Chrissy was in Sherwood Forest. Right. And I was, like, past Main Street. Like, you would go down Main Street and uh-huh. go on the railroad tracks. Yeah. And keep going straight. And I was after, there's a little store, right over the, the Newmark line, there's a little store called Nutter's. Oh. And that sits on the left. And I was two driveways after that. But my driveway went into, like, this pit. Oh. And she wasn't coming back up that hill. She wasn't coming back up the hill. So she's outside with her bag phone. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, I was like, take the bag phone. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I'm like, people put up stuff, like, you know, about, like, school and, you know, the bag milk. Uh-huh. Remember? remember? Oh, but... This was really funny. So they used to have to pull our whole radio out. Remember? Because oh, yeah. people would steal it, so you would pull the whole thing out. And take it with you. And take it with you, unless you had the, and then until they did the face. Unless you had the detachable face. Face, right. But then that was, like, a long time ago. So then he had, like, the beeper, the detachable radio, and you'd be walking around with it. But you were hot shit if you were pulling out your radio, because it was, like, Alpine was it. Right. And Pioneer. So when we were younger, if you had an Alpine or a Pioneer, we knew that thing was going to fucking rock it. And you would always have, like, um, the big-ass speakers. In the, the kicker back. boxes in the back. Yep. And we and it's so funny because it's like, <laughs> I can't stand rap now. Do you remember? I can't, but I know every fucking song to the, I know every lyric to the chronic. Do you? Every single fucking one. My dumb white ass. My little Newark white ass knew every lyric to the chronic. Do you remember Doug telling you he hated you? No. Okay, so we were at... <laughs> Nobody ever hated Picture me. it. Christiana High School, 1995. <laughs> Again? We're still in 1995? Yes, because it happened our senior year. Was it? And you were sitting there, and we were all sitting at the table. It was me and you and Beth and Doug, and, and we were all sitting at the table, and Chrissy, and... It wasn't Beth. What? Beth wasn't at our lunch table? <laughs> no, we didn't... We weren't all right, really so it wasn't with Beth. Beth then. Beth was in a different group. Okay, so it was me, you, Chrissy, Christy. Doug... Mm-hmm. And somebody else, whoever the fuck else was there. Okay. But you, we had the bag milk. Right. And you were, I guess, were hangry. Yes, and I was you, always hangry you about picked that up your milk and you put it in and you took a sip of your milk and was like, fuck, my milk's sour. You tossed your milk, came over, picked up Doug's off his tray. What? And you, you're not going to drink this, are you? And you put the fucking straw and you drank his milk. <gasps> Why would I do that? Because he had two. And yours, Why did he have two? And yours was sour. And you were like, this is a good. So you took it and drank his milk. And he was like mad at you like for like three weeks. And he was like, your friend Danielle. And I'm like, you had two. You had two milks. <laughs> I can't imagine why I would do that. I was not a, not, I was not a mean person. When you're hungry, you don't know what you do. You're capable of. <laughs> to be fair, Danielle, you are frightening when you're hungry. Like, just... like, I have a whole. I'm about to start carrying a bag full of Snickers. <laughs> Look, so Kathy keeps Snickers in the car. I think I don't know that I told this story yet, but <laughs> so like I remember when Bruce like first like sort of showed up. Actually, I think I talked about it in the podcast. I was like, "How fucking lazy are you?" Right? This is the guy that's lazy, right? I was like, "You're so fucking lazy. Why don't you just fucking check out my page if you whatever, right?" So I was bitter. I was hurt. My heart still was not okay. I was a little bitter with men at that point, right? So here comes this guy, and he's like, okay. And he's like, well, she's kind of a bitch. I'll be back. So, like, <laughs> I'm back. I'll be back. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not nice to him from the start. Like, no, you I'm were. not nice to him you from were. the you start. You were. You were like, you see this fucking asshole? <laughs> this fucking asshole? Yeah. Uh, I only post a picture every fucking week. What do you mean you have recent pictures? I know. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so, it's so funny. Like, so now the running joke is our grandchildren are like, Grandma, how did you meet Papa? <laughs> I'm going to be like, 
well, Grandma was a total cunt to him when she first met him, <laughs> whatever. But and it's so funny. So it, I guess it, it bodes the show. Don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Right. Or whatever. So that I mean, we've been inseparable, uh, inseparable since. But <laughs> so now he goes, "Are you hungry?" I was like, ah, "I can eat." Like that, and he's like, "We're going to go eat because <laughs> he doesn't want to get me hungry." Like it's just the funniest thing. But we do it with everything. We'll be like, "Yeah, you want to have sex? I could come." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just the funniest thing. Like it's just so funny. I could do it. I could come. Like you feel like going for a walk? Yeah, I could walk. <laughs> it's just like the, so it's like this little inside joke thing that like we have. Like and it's just so fucking funny. It all stemmed from me being hangry. Danielle's so in love, people. She's like love. A whole new world. <laughs> well, and like, well, but between the two of us, like, he works all the time. I work all the time. We're like passing ships in the night. But like, there's no way to like not like each other. You know what um, I mean? Papa's never home, and he's had Devin this weekend and things like that. And Friday I worked, and then Saturday our friend Brandy came out, and she hasn't been out in like a decade. Oh wow, did she? Yeah. So I went to the pub because I really wanted to see Brandy. Right. Um. And first of all, I got to the pub, and I was starving. Okay. Like, I was starving. I had had a donut all day, and I was fucking hungry. A donut? Oh, my God. And I was miserable, and I'm like, all right. I get there. I'm like, can I get a bottle of water and a menu? And after I eat, I'll, I'll drink. Right. And Tara's like, okay, that's fine. So she gives me my menu. Lori orders something. I order something. Lori has full-on food in front of her at least 15 minutes before I did. Oh, God. I am pissed. Mm-hmm. I am fucking angry. Kira walks through the door. I'm, she's like, hi. I'm like, hi. She's like, whatever. She's like, what is the matter with you? And I was like, I'm fucking hungry. And this bit, like, they got the slowest people in the world making my food back there. <laughs> so, so, then I go, the cow. so then I go out to the bar and I'm like, Tara. And she's like, yeah, I was like, any, like, fucking inclination when my fucking food's going to get in here? And she's like, I put like eight things in at once. I was like, um, it should have been put in with Lori's stuff because we ordered it at the same time and her food's been out for 50 minutes and I'm fucking hungry and being real cutsy right now. <laughs> I don't mean to yell at you, but tell Josh, the fucking moron back there that's cooking, to step it the fuck up. <laughs> As I'm yelling at her to, to yell at Josh, here comes my food walking past me. Oh my God, really? I'm like, hold that thought. And then I go over, I take two bites and buy my French, like, the third bite in my French fry, I'm, like, dancing. I know, right? I know. <laughs> and she's like, are you okay now, sweetie? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm sorry I yelled at you. So I had to tip her, like, $15 at the end of the night because... <laughs> because you felt so bad. I felt so, so bad for me and cutsy because I was hungry. Oh, my I was God. Like, Motherfucker! Well, if there's times you've been cunty. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Write us in. <laughs> oh, so do we have time for a World News Report? Oh, yes, we have to do one. Okay, so, World we News Daily Report. Have to do one. This one, oh, that's not it. This one says, <laughs> Irish midget accused of posing as leprechaun to export se- extort sex from 26 women in exchange for a pot of gold. <laughs> a three foot four inch tall Irishman was arrested this morning for alle- allegedly taking advantage of credulous women by posing as a leprechaun and extorting sexual favors in exchange for a fiction pot of gold hidden at the end of the rainbow. Oh, dear God. A 29-year-old, a 29-year-old Connor O'Brien was arrested this morning in his Dublin residence by whatever that weird name is for the Irish police. Okay. According to the police spokesman Seamus Murphy, of course. Of course they're going to give him these like typical Mr. O'Brien names. used used a rather unusual strategy to cheat both tourists and natives. Out of, local natives out of sexual favors from them. The victims all said he dressed up like a leprechaun and said he had a huge pot filled with gold coins <laughs> hidden at the end of the rainbow <laughs> that he was willing to offer for sex. 
Surprisingly, that rather far-fetched scam fooled dozens of gullible women. 26 victims have already filed complaints with Garda, but investigators believe that the real number of victims could be over 200 or even 300. Oh my god. Many of these women were extremely naive and vulnerable. Some even cried when we told them the leprechauns don't really exist. While searching through his house, the police found six different leprechaun costumes, as well as a few ancient gold coins he used to prove the existence of his pot and to lure his victims. Mr. Connor faces a total of 64 criminal charges, including 26 accusations of embezzlement, <laughs> 18 <laughs> charges of sexual abuse, and 8 charges of fraud. According to the investigators, the number of ac- accusations could easily double, even triple over the next few days. I... If found guilty, all charges, he already faces a sentence of life in prison and a fine of 75,000 pounds. <laughs> oh, that was sad. Usually they do. His They'll have 75 to, lifetimes. Right. His trial is expected to be to begin in March at the Dublin Criminal Court Justice. That's Ugh. silly. That's so funny. I mean, I know, but I was a little sad that they didn't do it, like, better. You right, did, like, like 175,000 years. And they didn't even say that, like, the victims were on meth or injected, like, glass glass cleaner or anything like that. <laughs> no, like, come on, World Daily Report. And it took me a while. Like, I had to go through them to find one that really struck me as funny this time. Oh, yeah? It, it's, I think they're just COVID phoning it in. COVID phoning it in. If you think anyway. phoning it in. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyway, if you have ever impersonated a leprechaun for sex, write us in at straightfromthenetgmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook and oh uh, Twitter God. and Instagram and Snapchat, and we're not messing with Parlor, um, and all the so everything that is social media, um, you can find us there, and you can also catch us on Wednesdays and every Sunday on the platforms that a Danielle is going to tell you about. Oh, yes, we're on Daytime New York Radio. It's a WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio, every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And if you miss it, that's okay. You're going to hear it on Saturdays at 7. And you can download that app in all the major app stores. Apparently there was like an issue for some reason. I don't know. And they're, they're trying to fix that. I don't know what the heck happened. But it's okay. If you miss that too, it's all good. You're going to hear the brand new episode on Sundays on our platforms. Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, which is our mother um, platform iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Till next time. Make good choices. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.